0: All right, welcome back to the latest uh, Mountain West Connection podcast. Hoops version. Two and two this week. We actually had, well, two shows football the other day, basketball tonight. Uh, Jeremy Moss with Eli Bedker. We're going to have to hustle to get this done tonight.
1: Yeah, we're under, under the shot clock right now. See what
0: happens. Literally, with a basketball game <laughs> I have to uh, help work on. So we got to get going. So do what we normally do. That might make it more concise what we have to do instead of um, screwing around. <laughs> yeah. Out. So here's what we're going to do we're going to go back to Saturday because. Just for a minute. I'm sure if you haven't seen this, where have you been? Oh, it wasn't Saturday, was it? Yeah, it was Saturday. Oh, sorry. ESPN schedule is lovely. I I clicked last week. It takes me to New Year's Eve. What? Weird. I hit that arrow button. That's what it was. So it takes me back like two weeks. Hmm. The game we're talking about, if you haven't seen it or don't know about it, where have you been? Uh, Nevada 105, New Mexico 104. <laughs>
1: Man, what a game. I wish I wouldn't have turned it off when I did because I. I didn't. You can only see so much through a replay, you know. I I didn't feel the full emotion of the entire comeback.
0: Yeah, I watched a little. I forget who it was on Twitter. You put it. In, you did a good recap about the uh, just a comeback. They put a good. They they edited out essentially the free throw sort of, but that's like, like this is not a hyperbole. But that comeback was like nothing I've ever seen. For them being down, what was it? Um. Tw-
1: it was 25, 25 with 14 minutes left, I believe.
0: It yeah, wasn't like, 20, like 14 with like 75 seconds left, wasn't it? Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Like That's like Reggie Miller scoring nine points in two seconds when he yeah. did it to Knicks, still in the ball, hitting three threes in a row. It's like it takes both teams, like Nevada, obviously, great three-point. New Mexico, even though they're normally good at free-throw shooting, were terrible. It, it's like This comeback is like... What what's the bigger comeback I mean, like the game is essentially meaningless in the grand scheme of things probably won't out make a seeding decision in the conference tournament or anything like that but these comebacks don't happen
1: yeah and yeah like you said I I can't remember a comeback to this extent uh, just this deep into the game I mean that's a fourteen point deficit with with just over a minute left that it reminded me a little bit of the Purdue Little Rock game last year, where game, yeah. Purdue had I think twelve or thirteen point lead with with maybe two minutes left. I mean, but that still that still doesn't really come close to to what the extent of this one was. And Little Rock was never down twenty five in that game, so mm-hmm. that I mean, this was essentially over. Ken Palm had a. Zero point zero percent chance of zero. Nevada winning this game at one point in the second half.
0: So he's going to adjust his rating or something with a comeback like this? Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, gosh, uh, this has to maximize
0: it. The, it and here, here's the weird thing about it: like the Mech, the free. We're not going to dwell on this game a ton, because we have a bunch to get to real quick, so we don't want to go too long. But the free throw shooting was terrible. On both, both teams here. America, Sorry about that. <laughs> 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 My phone's started playing, but Nevada went. What was it? 18-27. New Mexico needed just literally one free throw to win this game, essentially. Not good overtime. 26-40.
1: Yeah. And and that must mean that they were they were shooting really well to start the game because I think they missed eight free throws in the last, I don't know how many possessions, but it was just clang, clang, clang. They couldn't, couldn't figure it out from the free throw line.
0: Yeah, for sure. I... And they're a good free throw shooting, too, because Jeff Grammer put a tweet out. They're pract- I think it was Eli, um, Elijah Brown Eli Brown shoot- practicing free throws after the game, like at 1 a.m.
1: Yeah. And, they, like, yeah. and he's, he's the one that doesn't need the practice,
0: honestly. Yeah, because they're shooting 75%, so it's like an anomaly. And this is a home game, and I, I don't know. But then you see New Mexico kind of stick with Lobos. They lost to UNLV at home the other night. What are we? What what's going on? Can you explain this conference
1: to me at all? I don't know. I've never really been able to figure out the New Mexico team because they can they can seemingly beat any team in the conference, and we saw them go on the road and beat the Aztecs. Still, when we thought that San Diego State was a decent team, that was on New Year's, and then they lost three straight. Utah State, that insane Nevada comeback, and. They played close with UNLV for, but they're
0: terrible. Rebels are awful. Yeah. Come on, don't give them. Oh, they lost to UNLV. UNLV is awful. Yeah, and in the end yeah. of the game situation as well, Rebels were on a 10-2 run to win by five points. And so this is another game that they were ahead, should have won, but lost.
1: Did Did they attempt any free throws at towards the end of the game? I, I didn't see anything like that, but. Uh, let me look at the. If they just can't finish at the line. That might be. That might be something.
0: Because yeah, if you shoot well overall, it's all well and good. But if you're not making everything overall, it's gonna come back to get you. Uh, really quick, did they finish the game? Um, New Mexico. I see. There's a 14 really. of 17 at the line. Nothing. So they shot fairly well. Yeah, with 70, 80 seconds left. It was UNLV who shot two free throws. You had Elijah Brown miss a three pointer. They only had one shot in the final 70 seconds of that game. Final 80 seconds. Huh and they were up by three or down by three because that was a Bryant to tie. Now it's three seconds. They went a hole 65, 67 seconds about without a shot attempt. Jeez.
1: Yeah, that's not going to cut it, especially in close games. I, I mean, you might have early second half where you go a minute without scoring or attempting a shot, but crunch time, game on the line, you have to have to at least put something up.
0: Yeah, because it was 69-66 um, with uh, 80 seconds left. They lose 71-66. So that's like the opposite of the other game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No points when there's, what, 20 points or something scored in the final. But, I like, are we still wrong to say New Mexico has possibly the two best players, like Williams and Brown? Like, they're very good.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, Grammar had an article earlier this week. might have been yesterday. Kind, It wasn't exactly hinting at at Craig Neal misusing Tim Williams, but for a player of his, of his ability, and we know how efficient he is on the offensive side, he's imposing on the boards, he really isn't touching the ball as much as he should down the stretch. And this is a guy that shoots over 60% from the field, and he's not even third in possession percentage on his team, so that's... It, it doesn't really make much sense why you're arguably your best player, and we know how good Elijah Brown is, but
0: he shoots too much. That's my problem yeah. with him. Like, yeah. look, just look at the box for New Mexico Rebels. Uh, Williams five of eight, good. No three point attempts, only two free throws. He did get seven boards and assist, but only eleven points. Where Brown needed, he's like Allen Iverson. He needed thirteen yeah. shots to get thirteen points, zero for five from three. It's like, given like Brown could go off for thirty five points almost any night, but that is not the case this year. Is more often like even getting above twenty points. He's he's sitting at seventeen, which is fine, but he'll go off like uh seven point oh, pine bluff doesn't matter, but he'll he just takes too many shots to get there. Like he he's had three like Fresno State, two of ten. Um six and seventeen versus Illinois State. Or then he goes seven eleven versus Northridge or eight of thirteen versus UTEP. It's so like he's either very good or very terrible and it's I yeah, think it, you're right. It's, it's like Williams, he needs to Williams needs the ball more. Williams needs the ball more. Brown needs mm-hmm, a bit yeah. less. Just give him. Them... And, and Williams also needs to get the free throw line more than two times.
1: Yeah, that, that's strange because he's he's one of the players that gets the free throw line as much as anyone. But when you have a guy that's shooting over six percent from the field, and I I imagine he's averaging maybe what seventeen, eighteen points a game, at tempting only eight shots in. Thirty-nine minutes—that—that that, that yeah. doesn't make much sense to me.
0: Yeah, eighteen and seven, his average right now. It's like, okay. And and well, the one good thing about you can make in this game, like you at least New Mexico spread it out more. They had four players in double figures. They had Cooper Cooper um, Dane could lead the team, but again, it's a bad UNLV team. It's I don't know. As for the standings, we'll kind of we're kind of jumping around here, but the standings overall, it's still Boise's league at the moment. They have not lost in conference play. They are it's close with them in Nevada because looking at bracket matrix because we'll always discuss that for a little bit here and there. They earned it's a close race. They have twenty eight, um, a lot more brackets now. Fifty three this week, which is good. Is yours included in there? I'm assuming now. Yes, finally? yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Did you who did you have Boise or Nevada in there?
1: I had I had Boise.
0: What seat? I'm assuming about the twelve. Uh, they were
1: I want to say thirteen. Yeah, they were. They were twelve. Okay.
0: Yeah, because right here, it's basically, that's where it's at. Like looking at, they're in half the brackets, about just over half, 28 to 51, 12 or 13. Somebody has them as a 10 from the fourth. And then Nevada's right there at 26 brackets included. Same, basically the exact same rate, rate, actually a higher rating, but not as many brackets. So it's basically a tie. But like Boise's, Hutchinson's picking it up. Everybody's playing much better. And it's like somebody mentioned for San Diego State because they're not playing well. It's basically, and I kind of agree, it's like an exhibition season until the tournament plays. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that, that's that's, that's kind of
1: the case after San Diego State drops some of those, those early season games. That, thinking, okay, this team doesn't have the non-conference schedule or resume to to make a run for an at-large. So it's really just play the standings out, see which seeds you get in the Mountain West tournament, and try to go from there.
0: Yeah, because Nevada, like the standings look like bizarre standings almost. You have. Mm-hmm. Fresno in San Diego, two and three and one and three, both three games out. Aztecs got to win over Spartans, which while they're better, they're not great. Everybody's above five hundred in the league, which is good, but or I guess Utah State's at five hundred, but it's. Do you think like this um, Boise like if Boise State somehow? I know this is way early, and you'll probably tell me no if you'd like to. That's okay. If they run the table in league play, could they get at large? Perhaps, maybe. You know,
1: honestly, I think it's possible. I yeah. I looked at. Just I I like to keep my eye on some of the bubble teams, some teams that I know it's mid January, but teams that we're looking at resumes that may or may not get in.
0: We could play yourself and out it, now than in later on. Mm-hmm,
1: yeah, and it's it's super super soft this year, and I, I, last year it was too. But just looking at some of the teams that are maybe eleven, twelve seeds, are or, or out, or first first four out, next four out, and they really accomplished next to nothing in non-conference play i looked at kansas state they don't have a signature win texas tech they they just had a nice win against west virginia but they have a bad loss to auburn nc state's another they don't have a signature win and and boise state although at the time it didn't really seem like much that home one against smu who hasn't lost since is looking like a much better win for them
0: it does so teams out there like it would in soft like could it be like a Let's say here's a good example. St. Mary's, our pay won't be great. Let's just say whoever comes out number two in the – let's just say if St. Mary's finishes third in the West Coast, I assume that helps Boise State quite a bit because I think we both agree BYU is not getting an at-large bid, even if they win yeah, their yeah. next three against Gonzaga and St. Mary's total. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the tournament. So that would help them. It's Yeah, that's what, you're right. That's what people should, should look for. And look at all the brackets, whether it's Joe yours Chris Darbertine, Fox like Stuart Mandel does a bracket uh, SI look at those final four teams like look at the arrivals and departures that list some break it down better mm-hmm. than others and especially the next four out last four because Nevada's moved up I think in the latest from Lenardi he's I think they're fifth is that correct do you think I don't know if you haven't found it yet. Uh,
1: I think they might have been in the next four out one of those teams they moved up from they're, last they're really not that though. far off though
0: no and if you look at bracket matrix it's basically a dead tie between these mm-hmm. two teams so Instead of looking between Boise and Saint Nevada, look at Boise versus Saint Marys. Can't like say Kansas State versus Nevada or some A ten number three or something like that or mm-hmm. Big Twelve number seven or eight or the ACC even ACC eleven or ten. Look at those teams to where they can get in. But it's it's like just it's just nuts. I don't like Utah State's playing better. It's just watch every game you can because like Colorado State will change pretty soon because they lose all their guys. They smoked Air Force to. Uh, Look at the other day, San Jose State beat, I'm jumping around from last Saturday, but they beat Fresno State.
1: Yeah, I, that, that Fresno State team is, uh, they're, they're heading south really, really fast.
0: And then, uh, oh, we should mention this though, the uh, Boise-San Diego State game almost started off like last year's game.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Started off that way. <laughs> 10 of 28
0: from three oh, for Boise, it's...
1: Boys he played well though. That was that was a good performance in the second half.
0: Yeah, they came back and it's still Aztec's still losing or don't have Malik Pope. I don't know what the latest on his is. Nothing comes up about him. So I Union Tribune's all Chargers news because they're leaving town. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But <laughs> since they're going to LA, there's been no news like press conferences, anything. It's just same old, same old. He's just hurt and until he comes back it's that's a team where if he's back for the tournament and healthy, maybe at this point, it's a smart thing to do where he just kind of hangs out and gets ready until he's healthy. Because if they know there's no at large bid available for them, why rush him back to hurt him, get him ready for the conference tournament, and then? I'm not, Aztecs can still win the tournament. I'm not going to say they're not, especially if Pope's back and healthy, and give him a couple games because the injury's not season ending as far as I can tell. Isn't a uh, it's a hamstring, correct?
1: I think you're right. Something, mm-hmm.
0: something nagging. So, I think would that make sense to you? Since there's no chance for an NCAA bid unless they win.
1: I think so, and the maybe we're we're putting too much weight on the top seats for the Mountain West tournament. I mean, it's not like there is a Gonzaga in the conference this year. Nevada and Boise State, although they've they've proven themselves as the front runners in the conference, they're not unbeatable. Uh, so, Sango State, if if they're Full force. They have Pope back in March. I don't I don't see any reason why they can't win three games against maybe Wyoming Air Force and then Nevada or, or Boise. It's possible. It's definitely possible.
0: Sure, one quick side note here. Do you ever look at that giant killers thing on ESPN insiders at all? I have, yeah. Did you notice this is this is about a week ago, so it's a before the Nevada loss. They oh my phone's going crazy. Whoops, sorry, folks. <laughs> he has them rated on a list of uh, – because they used to do it just for the tournament, but now they have it, Um, just, I guess, every so often I kind of glance at But they have the Aztecs listed in there with uh, Wichita State, even uh, UNC Asheville. Nothing high. Like, Wichita State's super high, even though I wouldn't really put them in that category too much. It's like putting Gonzaga as a mid-major team. Like, come on, really? They're not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They've yeah. gone beyond that where their conference is, but them themselves are not. Like, I, I haven't looked at the exact rating, but Wichita State, 42.1. ASIC 14.4 so hmm. people still believe in them for whatever not to say for whatever reason but get healthy and maybe there's a there's something to be said about that and yeah. let's let's go to the game this week because there's only so much we can do in middle of january to, to keep doing yeah. the brackets so we had games last night um shoot i have a million tabs open on my schedule here but we had um we already had all the midweek games because we recorded today which is actually better perhaps because um we didn't have to do a weird like oh there's a game hope you listen to it don't miss this or whatever mm-hmm. yeah exactly <laughs> so but really quick Tuesday like I said UNLV in New Mexico Aztecs beat San Jose whatever blah 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 good job for them we talked about Nevada or the uh, Nevada Las Vegas a victory and then Wednesday the only surprise I guess is Air Force beating Fresno is a big is a sort of a surprise because people still are are liking Fresno but I don't know why
1: yeah I there There were times earlier in the season where I thought this might be a team that can contend, but Hop on the wagon <laughs> yeah yeah, exactly, but they really haven't proven much to me as uh, this is a team that's still still struggling to find their identity they're they're not really exceptional in any any facet of the game they're they're not not in the top one twenty five in offensive or defensive efficiency, so they're not really exceptional on either side, so it's 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 going to be tough moving forward for them.
0: Well, they don't shoot well. They don't rebound well. They gave up 81 points, which is a, quite a bit to Air Force, who not that they're slow like they used to be a couple years ago, but they're still not a team that wants to push the pace. So 81 points for them is quite a bit. It helps when you shoot f- over 50% in. think free throw disparity in this league, or what, diff- what do you want to say, differential, I guess. There's mm-hmm. games where there's 60, fi- 60 total free throws or 70 total free throws, and there's games where there's like 25. It's just sort of that, it, it, but... It's
1: all across the map, yeah. And
0: it doesn't help when um, Edo gets only six points for, for, for Fresno, 20 minutes game time. It's like, come on, why? It's this league putting in a, a salad and mix it up it's see that Yeah, yeah, no, that's what it feels like sometimes. It really does. And I guess the point I want to make, like, let's move on to Saturday really quick here, the 14th. We've got a bunch of games, so let's give a quick, because um, we need to get this going eventually here. We'll wrap, well, we don't wrap it up, but... Any particular... Okay, let's do this. Let's X out San Jose State Air Force because nobody cares. Sorry, guys. Okay, but fair. Anyways, <laughs> Air Force should win. They're at home. And then everything else is pretty interesting throughout the... I guess not really Boise-Fresno. The way Fresno's playing, Boise should win that game. So we'll just agree with that. Is that... Do you good with me? Is that okay? I agree. Just skip yep. along? Okay. And then we got New Mexico at CSU. This is the... Are those guys eligible? Is this, they're not eligible in this game, are they? The three, three academic ineligible players?
1: I think you said the 17th they would be out, so they should be eligible for this one.
0: So if they're eligible, what would you give them a chance to winning this game with having more than seven scholarship players? Mm.
1: Well, New Mexico's banged up, too. And, and to be fair, outside of Boise, there really isn't a team that isn't struggling with injuries <laughs> to to some extent. But exactly, uh, just knowing what New Mexico has been doing the last few games... I, I wouldn't put my money on them, so I'd, I'd probably take Colorado State at home, to be honest.
0: Okay, they do have the players. A uh, semester doesn't begin until January 17th, so they're eligible okay. for this game. So I, The Rams are pretty good, and like I said, if they have everybody there, and like the way, and they're not a cop up, but the way New Mexico plays, they could win by 20 points or lose by 8. Yeah. And so I think you, never if, know. If you want to see Williams get the ball more. Like, like what we said before, you said, Brown needs to pass the ball a bit more, get some assists, earn the other stats, go for a triple-double. And not, that, that does not include three-point attempts or misses on shots.
1: <laughs> yeah. Go yeah, this it. this could be a low-scoring game. And like we always say, with New Mexico it could be determined at the line. Colorado State's another team that gets to the free-throw line fairly often. They're 15th in the country in, in free-throw frequency. I think New Mexico is second right now, so... Might not be a lot of points, but it might be a lot of free throws. So it could go either way.
0: Yeah, if there's a, if it's less scoring that probably I think that'd favor New Mexico because they're gonna have their two, so two guys score, Williams and Brown there. Again, like they have a good scoring, uh spreading it out versus UNLV, but they need to have it's just the misses by Brown, like like we said, Brown needs more needs less shots and who care okay, I'd rather him go four of ten and then and then instead of five of eighteen and give Williams or somebody else those shots.
1: I think so, yeah. And It'll so. be interesting to see how Williams matches up with the Mogbo because that's a guy that can defend. So that could be a good matchup.
0: All right, that game real quick. It's noon at local time there. So like I said, San Jose Air Force, Air Force, win Nevada at Wyoming. Wyoming is interesting just because it's at home, and they are very good at home because you go to altitude at 70,000 feet or whatever you're up there, 7250, <laughs> whatever yeah. it may be. Uh, I believe this is on uh, the Campus Insider or something. So look that up there. It's uh, no ESPN three. Sorry, that's the other game. So, um, Four o'clock out there, Auditorium Arena, the most nondescript name ever. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. And <laughs> I, these teams are like well, I mean, it's two different teams at home and the road because they lose to Cal at, on the road, They lose Pacific on the road, they lose to uh, Fresno and UNLV on the road, but they beat Utah State at home. Beat er- well, beat DePaul. Was that a home game? The, it's listed as neutral. Newth, Vegas. I okay. can't remember Mutual, where it was yeah. played. Yeah, Sorry, I think it was I'm Vegas. Like, yeah, they didn't get them there. Like they don't. It's hard to get teams at home, but like they beat Northern Illinois or Northern Iowa, which sometimes are good. But there's just a disparity. They've only lost. No, they have not lost them. They're undefeated at home, and so that's a it's a big difference for them to be. Oh, they're at home compared to the road, and that's where like we know we say home court holds well because I believe it was a 15 to 20 home wins for the conference as of, I don't know if it was before these last couple of games, but that's, a, what's that, 80%, 75%, 80% or yeah. so of home teams winning, which that's why I'm leaning toward Wyoming in this game. Even though Nevada's Cameron Oliver, they played very well. They beat San Diego State at home, though. That's the thing. They beat them at home. And I'm going to lean toward Wyoming just because home. I think home court's huge, and that's going to be the big difference. Even if Oliver goes off for a huge game, I think the way Nevada or Wyoming's playing – and just they have so many they have four players to score ten or more points, like Jason yeah. McManaman is a, one of the guys surprising a bit, and he he goes off. Justin James they have two they have enough guys. They go what twelve players over twelve minutes or more? It looks like almost, or excuse yeah. me, I can't count nine. <laughs> 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 they play sorry they play thirteen guys, but nine guys play thirteen or more minutes. They can just wear down Nevada, and at the altitude, that's a huge. I uh, don't want to dwell on it, but Nevada's home court is um, probably one of the uh, top in the nation almost
1: yeah they have they have a really big advantage at home and they haven't lost at home since february of last year they lost to san diego state but i i would consider wyoming in an upset here it i think it could go two different ways nevada either shuts down wyoming from deep and these are two teams that like to shoot the three ball or wyoming wyoming shoots pretty well from beyond the arc and they keep this close and end up pulling off the upset
0: I think they could because they'll be high off that victory over in Mexico, so they're not going to be afraid of anything, which they shouldn't be anyways. But remember, they also lost to Fresno State, who now looks pretty looks like a pretty terrible loss. Mm-hmm. Like they're, I can have to go back too much on non, for uh, tournament stuff, but that Fresno loss could could come back to haunt them if they say lose two conference games, like say they split with Boise, and they can like. Or lose? Say they're what? What's the conference? Sixteen and two, I believe they play, or fifteen and three. Yeah, sixteen and two. If there's mm-hmm. something like that, and or it's just say sixteen and two, they split with Boise, and they win this game. That loss could keep them out because it wasn't that what San Diego State's record was last year, sixteen and two.
1: It was, yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And so at Fresno, loss, Oh man, they just need uh, maybe St. Mary's and Iona to win their respective conferences. That would help a bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would definitely help. Uh, and we mentioned earlier about the importance that st mary's might carry for this conference i haven't really made that connection until today but that holds a lot of weight too
0: yeah those things keep winning because i don't know how high st mary's rpi can get yeah they play i think bYU still top 100 there to beat them they got gonzaga at least twice they can get them a third time and so it's just san francisco does have a good rpi teams like that uh lmu or pepperdine yeah come on jeez, pretty yeah. Bad. All right, so I'm gonna go. Oh man, I'm going home team. I gotta go Wyoming. I'm sorry, sorry guys, but Wyoming. I gotta just being at home. That's the difference for me.
1: I'm. I think I'm gonna stick with Nevada, but I wouldn't be shocked. I I was almost tempted to pick Wyoming and upset, but I think this Nevada team had a serious wake up call against New Mexico, and this could be a huge momentum builder for them moving forward. They could definitely string a few Ws together.
0: Is there a line on this game? Have you seen that at all? Uh, I,
1: I don't see the line, but Ken Palm has Nevada winning by one.
0: Okay, so uh, let me guess here. Right? Let me see if Vegas Insider has it. No, nope, no line. It just depends. Basketball is weird. So that, it makes sense being the road game and uh, playing at where they're playing is a big deal. Because it's not like Reno is up higher, but they're not 7,000 7, feet higher. So one last game real quick before we wrap this uh, bad boy up because we need to get going here. And it'll be a quick one. Good. Uh, Utah State at San Diego State. Oh. Um... <laughs> Do We have to pick this. one? You're
1: not tempted to pick Utah State, are you? I th- I'm going with San Diego State.
0: Th- that simple? You think?
1: I think so. Yeah. I, I this this might be the time that SDSU uh, Ken Palm has them winning. I think at least ten games in a row now. I they might they're back on the winning side. They played fairly well against San Jose State. I think they'll be able to protect home.
0: They should protect home. I'm they just should, I'm yeah. just not as confident that they can win this game because their defense um is not as good as it used to be as we know that their offense is even worse than what it has been but whenever you see utah state like what do you have the efficiency for utah state's offense over there
1: uh utah state is 115th in offense 208th in defense
0: What do they do you, have, can you sort by pace over there their pace is 215th in the country that is higher than that maybe okay that at some reason I thought they were higher um Here's the thing, though. They have two guys who could score, like Mc- McQueen or McQueen. Jeez, oh, McQueen. I, I think McElwain, right? Yeah, McQueen. Sorry, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> Mc- yeah, Kobe McQueen and Jalen Moore, mm-hmm. especially Moore. Moore, um, could he be a player of the year candidate right now for you?
1: Yeah, he he definitely could be. I'd probably lean either Hutchison or Marcus Marshall for Nevada, but mm-hmm. I mean, we know how good he's been
0: because he's going to go to the NBA. pulled out. I think he's a guy where if if Here's my reason how Utah State can win. They meet, they need both McEwen and Moore to have a big game. Even Shane Rector and maybe even uh, Sam Merrill to do maybe get a, a couple points above their average. Moore, I think he needs to go off because we've seen him do it. Like he has mul- He's averaging 17 and a half. But he has obviously with that average multiple 20 point games. He needs to have a game like he did maybe against Boise State. Maybe shoot a bit more efficient. Not one of six from three, but I think for he needs to go try to go off like 25, maybe even close to 30 points. To get a victory,
1: yeah, I think so too, and and that would be huge considering the fact that this should be a fairly low-scoring game. Both of the teams aren't exceptional on offense and and play at a fairly slow tempo.
0: Yeah, because um, Utah State seventy-five points per game, seventy for San Diego, and like if you have look at the Aztec side, Hemsley, same thing. Like I don't think well, almost the same thing. He'll lead them in scoring, but they don't have a player who can be, match point for point if it comes to that for more versus Aztecs.
1: Yeah, I I like what Max Holzle has been doing. He's without him, I I don't know what SDSU would be up to because this guy has been lighting up from deep in these these last few games. I believe he's shooting he's shooting thirty seven percent from from three point range so far this season, but he's been on a tear lately, so he might be able to keep SDSU in the game.
0: Or Hemsley, he's shooting forty eight percent from deep range. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't shoot as often, really. Shoot. Well, he can. I guess he's shooting about five a game this year. But that's the way. Maybe if they go that route. But I, I, I guess i got to go with the Aztecs to do because they're at home. and. But it's not the same San Diego's team. There's no fear in this team anymore to go into um, Viejas and say, oh, we're going to lose no matter what. No. Teams will go in there and beat them. It's happened. Was the Arizona State game at home, correct? Yes. yes. And they lost to New Mexico at home. And so it's like there's no like you know what I mean like there was that factor before they had that huge winning streak, what was it a hundred at was it a shoot up by five under five minutes or something weird like that they had that they blew against uh, New Mexico was that the game it happened?
1: Uh ended it against Boise and, and Boise, I think yeah, it yeah. was, it was it was something absurd maybe a hundred forty games but it it dated back at least five or six seasons,
0: and so it's if it comes down the stretch like the defense is there but I. I just don't trust San Diego State to say I'm going to pick them for sure. I'm going to go with the Aztecs to win because they should win. And Utah State, like they're, like every team is flawed in the conference. There's no great team. Boise's playing the best at the moment. But there's a time of, oh, Aztecs are doing great. All right, they got off that losing streak versus Illinois. Um, Loyola, Grand Canyon, Arizona. Then they? Yeah, he beat Alcorn State, but then they went off Tulsa, USM, beat San Francisco. But then they lose the league play, three straight games, and a home game yeah, too. Yeah,
1: two two losing streaks of three games this season. That that's really strange for San Diego State. But I think they could they could potentially go on a tear here and, and make a run for the contenders. And I know we haven't seen we haven't really seen what would back that up. Why why I would think that? But it's it's just hard for me to believe that the San Diego State team is going to fold because they've been so dominant the last few years.
0: I'm wondering, because they miss Pope since Hawaii, if their defense, like you think they played long enough together that they can just kind of fix it, essentially get right with who take over for, I know Pope's a big deal on their team. Maybe it's just a point where they just need a handful of games or they're still working on that to, you know what I mean, get back into where they need to be. Because mm-hmm. without, without Pope, they start league play. Teams are familiar with you so they know what Pope does or doesn't do, and they should know what everybody else does. So scouting, I know you don't scout scout a ton every game, and especially probably not as much in league play. It's more about what you do than what they do for the most part. I guess that—I guess that's right for college basketball because with the quick turnaround, you're not going to go off and um, scout a full 12 hours. You're just going to watch them film. They do this, this, or watch for this player. This player's uh, tendencies, who you're playing against. So I'm wondering if maybe New Mexico and Nevada and Boise, you kind of use that, like – and then San Diego State finally, maybe they worked on some stuff for San Jose. I don't know. I didn't watch the game because they won by 15, and I knew they'd win. I'm just trying to spitball the reasons where I can say they should win easily without Pope.
1: Yeah, and it's definitely an adjustment that they had to make because this was this was centerpiece of their team the last two years, and without him, it definitely changes things for San Diego State and I mean, at this point with how the injuries have affected so many teams, if, and when they get Pope back at then you're looking at another contender in the mountain West. So I, San Diego state could, could lose three or four or five more games in a row. And I still want to count them out in the mountain West tournament. They're just, they just have that much talent on their team. And it, it's hard for me to believe that they won't fulfill their potential at any point this season.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't either real quick. So let's do something super quick. Since soon when we'll record next week, um, Maybe we'll do this Thursday thing. I think – does this day work for you going forward maybe? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, think this, I think this day works better actually. Or well, we've always done Thursday I guess for an evening instead of morning whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, something always seems to come up though. Yeah. So real quick, next week's games because we won't get to talk about them before. But real quick, got next Tuesday is the day you want to watch games. It sucks that San Diego State UNLV is on ESPN3. I know UNLV is mm-hmm. not very good, but watch out for that game. It should be an Aztecs victory. But New Mexico Boise, because like like I said, like we know the league's not great overall, but there's so many good players. Like looking at both these games, I'm like, I know I shouldn't think UNLV should win, but they beat New Mexico at home or on the road, excuse me. And then New Mexico has been str- struggling, but they play Boise, and is it still Taco Bell Arena? Is that correct? Am I? Am I wait, for... wait, sorry, what's that? Is it, it's still Taco Bell Arena, right up at uh, Boise? Yeah, yeah, okay. it's still Taco Bell. Arena. I should have that. Yeah, you got Taco
1: Bell, and you have Wise Pies.
0: Oh, two of the uh, I don't know, but New Mexico Boise that could play in a factor because well maybe not I guess with no extra bids like it's kind of, it's cause some honestly it's kind of hard to get excited for some games when you know they're bid the games don't matter as much like the one guy on Twitter said these are all exhibition games until March sixth or something mm-hmm. yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it, there's a point there but it's still exciting to see some of these these players I mean even even Nick Duncan who has what. 10-15 games left in his career. It's gonna, it's gonna be tough out. to see him play his last few games, but at every, every single night you have talent that's going to go out there and improve themselves, yeah. and we've seen that in, in so many times in the last last few years. At how exciting this conference can be on any given night. So, because yeah, I was at the, I, I'm always intrigued.
0: Uh, yeah, there's always intrigue. It's just kind of should I care how much you want to watch? But I just remember a couple years ago, I was at the uh, conference tournament World war while mean, we upset San Diego state. It was like 54 to 50 or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> still. Oh, yeah. Even, I remember that one. Still a well, little scoring great game to be there. So like there's always town where we saw Nick Duncan with the comeback and that get in the, uh, one of the semis, I think him just chucking it from threes right in front of us. Yeah. That and was good. Sinking it. Um, but like the, Me- I assume Boise will win. So Boise should be looking to go to six, 0 at that point. Cause I think they could be in New Mexico at home. And these are later games, both eight or nine. Um, I guess, uh, 7 Pacific, uh, 9 Mountain Time for those games. So I would, if I had to pick one, I'd lean forward to Mexico-Boise because I think there would be obviously a, a change for a 100-point game on that end for both teams.
1: Yeah, I think so. That should be high pace and tons and tons and tons of three-point attempts. So that's always exciting.
0: All right, let's wrap it up really quick. Um, there are games on Wednesday really quick. Um, let's just do winners real quick because we'll record after because I get to uh, hustled up here to finish up. Air Force Nevada.
1: Wolf, I'm going with Nevada. Wolfpack, yeah!
0: Wyoming-San Jose on the road at uh, – northern california
1: mm, i'll take wyoming you had to think about it come on <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, I think i'll take wyoming
0: csu versus fresno first game without the um with only seven scholarship players i gotta go fresno at home mm,
1: that, that's hard for me to say i'll go with fresno too oh,
0: wait, we're, we're agreeing too much oh well that's okay It <laughs> that happens all right that's our show for tonight way to wrap up uh the last little bit here but uh com. that's our website um Check out your Twitter handle It's Bedker underscore Eli. We'll put in the notes just so you know how to spell it because it's not clear. Just how my Jeremy Moss is not clear either. It's not how it sounds, <laughs> but so Hoops is here again. We'll keep going every week and we'll figure what's going out. So check out this weekend and we'll have some all sorts of stuff going up. And also, real quick, um, Anthony Bennett is going to Euro League. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Always a good day. Always a good day when we have Anthony Bennett news.
0: Got cut from the uh, Nets and now heading to Europe. So maybe he'll. Not his fault he went number one. You cannot blame him for being number one. Blame the Cavs. Yeah.
1: Taking his talents abroad.
0: Exactly. So that's our show (laughs) for tonight. We'll uh, see you guys next time, and um, yeah, happy hooping.